I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. For those of you who wish Lit Sis was more than once a week, did you know that we have our own individual book Instagrams and book blogs that you can read any of our reviews from now and all of time? If you are wanting that Lit Sis feel in your normal routine, you can always check us out. Mine is at Maddie Reads a Lot on Instagram. And mine is at Brooke and Binding on Instagram. But wait, there's, there's more. more. I also have a Facebook page, Brooke and Binding, and a blog, Brooke and Brian, Bind, Binding.com. That was sounding that was so such a good. Happy Friday, Lit Sisters. Happy Friday, everybody. Oh my goodness. Is it just me or did this week fly by? It really did. You know what's hilarious is that you and I were just together the other day. Mm-hmm. And we totally could have recorded Lit Sisters and we did not. Yeah, we got distracted by baking. We did bake quite a lot. Yes, and that was fun. That is our other hobby. Reading, recording, baking. Well, I don't even really like baking. I just allow people to bake. And (laughs) I'm not going to like go out and bake myself. But I appreciate the people in my life that do bake. And I like to eat it. So... (laughs) <laughs> you appreciate the baking hey you I know we have baked things together though like we've attempted to make macarons a couple of times you know we have done some baking together and I will say I don't necessarily mind doing stuff like that like I like if someone like I like being there to help and being a part of the baking but I'm not like ooh, I'm just gonna like decide to bake on my own you know just because Cause I'm just, I'm not like a super big sweets person. And so like to just think I'm going to be baking and I'm going to have all of this stuff left over. And if I don't eat it all, it's going to be wasted. And then I'm like, what do I do with all of this stuff Mm -hmm. like that? So I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I like, I'm I'm an enjoyer of baking, but I'm not like, I'm going to just go out and buy all these ingredients and do some baking stuff. So that's fair. That's fair. But it was fun. I would say your your hobby is baking. I do like baking. Mm-hmm. I like baking. I like reading. I like writing. I like running. Lots of r and b. Mm-hmm. You like sing? Yeah, in ing. Yeah, that's true. You like singing? I do. Yeah. If if most lit listeners probably are not aware of this, but Haley is a professionally trained singer. That's right. Mm-hmm. Has a degree and, in everything. And dancer. And dancer, yes. So pretty fancy over here. <laughs> um, and also Maddie is a trained dancer as well. That's true. Yes. We are just very fancy. And now our only hobbies really are reading. You can't say that because I sing and I still dance, so... Yes, but not not as frequently as before. Not as frequently as before, but a lot has changed in my life since I was doing that, like semi-professionally. Yes, that's uh, true. <laughs> and that and that thing is called a child. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Okay. So, 
we speaking of like all the things that we used to do we thought it would be fun to kind of like take you guys back a little bit a little bit and uh Matt this was your idea why don't you just yeah, divulge so it for everybody I had this thought you know Haley and I got into reading a very long time ago this was not a recent thing you know we didn't do it to get popular we didn't do it to you know because it's such a thing to get popular with of course but we didn't do it like ooh, let's read so we can start a book podcast and talk about reading no yeah like we were reading far before that and so we really have only talked generally about the books that we've read since starting Lissus. Um, mm-hmm. But Haley and I started Lissus, like I said before, because we were having these conversations about books all the time. Um, so it's these books that we never have talked about really on Lissus. So Lissus premiered December of 2018. Um, but we're going to take you back um, two years before that. So six years ago, which is crazy. 2016 and we're going to talk to you about if lit sis existed in 2016 what books would we be talking about with you guys what books would be reading what yeah. books would we be raving about yeah well yeah what were our favorite books not going into nuts this isn't like a best books of 2016 situation but what would what would we be discussing what would we be saying of like oh man i really loved that book oh man i really hated that one these books that we maybe have never talked about or have barely talked about ever on the podcast well, I can tell you, first and foremost, the first one, like, I remember reading in 2016, like, probably right around the same time of year, I was so excited to get it. I was sitting in my dorm room because I was in college. I, I feel like I know exactly college. what you're going to say. You do not. Maybe I do. Maybe do I you? I mean, okay. try me. And I, well, I've got two, actually. So I, just, I have two distinct memories of reading um, the series. I would say the first one was Red Queen. Yeah, that's what I was immediately thinking of. Okay, by Victoria Aveyard. And I just remember getting this first book of this series, which I think people have seen around a lot now. Um, there's four of them, and there's like a novella as well. Um, but... Yeah, it's, it, I just remember laying in my bed and reading this thing. And I was like, you know, I, you know, when you're a college student, you're up pretty late at night, just in general. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being like, yeah, I could socialize, but I've had a long day of rehearsal and I want to come back and I got, I got my homework done and now I'm going to like read for a while. And I would just be up reading this book because I was so captivated by it. And luckily, I think at the time, the second book had also been out, but I don't think the third or fourth had yet come out. Yes, so I think after you're right. I, yeah, after I read the first one, I was like, I need to get the second one because there were so many cliffhangers and twists and turns. And it wasn't really like any other series I had read before. Now, I will tell you guys that I, as you guys all know, I am a book series like I would prefer reading a series mm-hmm. mostly, but I don't really do series that much anymore because there are so many standalones that I would also like to read. Mm-hmm. Um, Mommy, yes, honey. What's that? This is mommy's book. Mm-hmm. Yes, a new one. Um, and I, um, I, 
I just constantly was reading like YA series like all the time like Hunger Games was huge for me Twilight it was huge for me um there's a few other things on here that were big for me but Red Queen was a really really big one that hit me and like I said 2016 I remember sitting exactly in the room where I was like it's just like this memory that is imprinted in me of like this was such a good book and I I don't necessarily rave about this series as much as I could or I used to because the ending wasn't my yeah ever the way However, that the series de- like later developed was not the best I know but you know overall I would say it is worth it is worth mentioning because it really was a book series that had captured my whole attention Yes, I agree. This is like the series that I think about during that time. So I was a um, senior in high school going into a freshman in college in 2016. And like, I remember the Red Queen series in that time of my life as like, like a very important series to me at the time as well. Mm -hmm. Like very much stood out. And there are a couple more like that. So I know um, so, like, what was the other book series that you were going to bring up? Okay, so the other book series I was going to bring up is the Match series by Allie. Oh, Bonnie. okay. Is that the one you were thinking? It was not, because I think I read that in 2015 and then had you read it. Well, the funny thing is, I had that book, like, I owned the first one, and I'm pretty sure you read it, and I, I, I actually had a friend read it. She borrowed my copy and really liked it. Um, and then I just never got around to reading it. And then you wanted to read it, so I let you read it. And next thing you know, you were like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. And I just said, Matt, I can't get over that first chunk of the series <laughs> where it's just, like, literally, like, the romance stuff. I was like, I don't really want to read that. You know, that doesn't really interest me. I don't really want to read, like the mushy gushy stuff and I said that's as far as I got last time and then I stopped it was like 50 pages <laughs> in Haley it was very not it was very much I not know. far at all and the funny thing is I remember reading that trilogy in like probably less than a week. this series has something about them that other series still even to this day just do not have like they mm-hmm. take you on this wild adventure that you don't even see like if you would have known what book three is going to be about when you start book one you would not have believed it was the same series yeah or like yeah or like where because book two is completely separate to like brand new setting Mm -hmm. all these different things and it just like didn't bother me like sometimes no that would maybe bother me of like okay why are we jumping all over the place but everything made so much sense it was just so Mm -hmm. so interesting and um, I feel like matched did what Divergent was trying to do. Yep. Oh, that's such a good comparison. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Oh, 100%. Yes. So those are the two I specifically remember in that same dorm room reading. (laughs) And I was in that specific room in 2016, right before I graduated. So I just remember reading these together or like within the same, you know, three or four months yes. and just pumping them out and loving them. Um, so, so those are ones that are really strong for me. So distinctly, I remember this in the winter of 2015, I was trying to get together my Christmas list of books 
And I was scrolling on Goodreads to try and figure out what I wanted to add my list of like my two reads. And then I came across this book. And when I read the description of it, I knew I, I immediately wanted to read it. Like I put it on the top of my list. I was like, I want this so bad. And I think I did get it for Christmas. And then I read it. And then there was a sequel to it that I also read in 2016. And you read it as well. I'm pretty sure. Um, And to me, it was just so well written um, and I still treasure it to this day. Um, and then the author did write another, a couple different series that I never ended up reading. Um, but this book is The Wrath and the Dawn by Renee Adier. Yes. And I just, that was like a book that I absolutely was like wanting to read so badly. And it was one of the first books that I read in 2016. Um, again, like, again, like Haley and I read a ridiculous amount of series we also just read a lot of the these, like the same books almost mm-hmm. like we would always be like we both would have like especially serious things it was like we each had we each wanted a copy of the same book on our Christmas list or on mm-hmm. our birthday list or things like that like we would just constantly be reading like the same things. yep and so there were some times where it'd be like even further down the road um like you've said, like, oh my gosh, I've had this book on my list since whenever. Or I read this book way long ago. I'm like, what? When did you read things without me? <laughs> like, reading stuff all the time at the same time? Like, that's the so same true. Things. So it's yeah. just funny. Yeah, it's, it's so much more common now for us to diverge in our reading books. But yeah, yes. I mean, that's but why I, I think did it's. I read this, this, um, this duology. I think it's only two. Yeah, it is only two. I thought it was really good. I thought even the book standing on its own, like just one book would have been fine too. Yeah. I the think I liked book. I didn't like it like as, as much. much. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But the first book was really good. And I think like, that's kind of why it's hard to, at least me for now in my life to get into series is that so many times, you know, one book of the series isn't as good. And I'm, and then it just kind of doesn't ruin the series for me, but like similar with like Red Queen where it's like Red Queen had a, first and second book were so good and the third and the fourth book were like I feel like you're just trying to stretch this into four books and it could have just been three books and it just became a lot of um unnecessary action sequences with a ridiculous number of characters that I could never keep straight yeah yeah for sure and that's where I feel like when you start to get into those things where people just keep dragging on series for you know potentially no reason at all when like the actual plot points there aren't as many each book that's when I kind of lose interest and that's when I'm just like man you know standalones are great because the whole plot is in one book you read it beginning to end you know everything that happens there's no there's cliffhangers between chapters but it's not like cliffhangers between books and then you have to be disappointed with how the book goes um yeah but sometimes those can feel like they're not fully um fully even like told the stories you know like they can feel shortened or they can feel even sometimes like oh I wish they would have been able to dive deeper into this character relationship or things like that so when we have the series that's a good thing of like oh we actually get to see how these characters um, and their lives were developed but I think the smart thing like you were saying is to know when the series needs to end and mm-hmm. not just push through for the sake of pushing through. Yes, That's I agree. That's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes me think of a book also that I had on my Christmas list 
for 2015 that I read in 2016, and I am pretty sure that this is probably on your list as well. Probably. It is The Lunar Chronicles by Marissa Meyer. Yes. So that's the thing is we read majority of The Lunar Chronicles in 2015. Um, And then the fourth book, Winter, came out in, um, I think, late 2015. And we got it for Christmas. And that's one of those books that I, that's the very first book I read of 2016. And I'm sure it was yours too. And I remember we read it at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. We like started it at Christmas time or like on like the first or something like that and read it simultaneously. Yep. And that series as well just was a series that I was enthralled by. I think we've mentioned it before as like an underrated book series. It really um, is. Books that would be really good for like movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole series is essentially like fairy tales modernized meets like sci-fi meets like future mm-hmm. robot things. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like c- cyborgs, cyborgs, part cyborg, human, part machine. But not everyone is like that. No, like each each book you focus on a new character, even though the plot continues mm-hmm. the entire time. So you're just adding different character perspectives, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. I love how she did that. Um, and Marissa Meyer is still an author that I really enjoy to this day. Like she even has a book yes. that just came out um, that I'm really interested in reading that I might be putting on my birthday list. I haven't decided yet. Um, but your birthday's first so that is true excited yes and we, <laughs> we read renegades by marissa meyer i believe in 2020 um, yeah. which is like a superhero book which it feels yeah. like it was not two years ago but apparently it was oh yeah and then we um she also had heartless which was a yes. standalone about the queen of hearts from alice so she does these things where it's like she just takes two stories that you think you know and puts a little twist on them um, and I really love that. And I just remember with um, the fourth book of the series, Winter, that was like such a huge book for us. Oh to my gosh. And we could yes. not wait to dive into it. It was, And it was so good too. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That series is so solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, we used to read so many series. Like I'm looking at this and besides books that I read for school or like the offhanded like standalone, a lot of them were series. Now I will say looking into this there was the introduction to a genre that we had never read before that happened in 2016 that catapulted and changed our reading forever gone girl gone girl it was gone girl that book changed my life (laughs) you love that book i gave it three stars i probably could give it like 10 stars if i could like that book I am so glad you're bringing that book up because I didn't put it on my list I just I love that book so much like again those moments those memories those like pictures that you can take yourself back to that time that place that day and just like fully be in it it's incredible I I I love that book so much as you guys know if you listen to Let's Listen Us you know Mm -hmm. I love Gone Girl yeah. I love it. And actually, Haley read from my copy of Gone Girl, and I didn't love Gone Girl very much. And then when she was like, I'm obsessed, I gave her my copy. So yeah, the that copy was she nice. has was my original copy. You're very welcome. I'm a nice sister. <laughs> I don't even know how I got interested in Gone Girl in the first place or I why know, I even pretty, like, owned a dark. copy. 
Yeah, it is very dark. Also, apparently I wrote a review for it. Would you like to hear it? Sure. So technically I gave it two and a half stars, which apparently I used to do half stars. I don't ever remember doing that. So two and a half stars. I didn't really like this book. Why didn't I like it? Not a question to answer, but a question for myself. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. You are so, wow. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so confused as to why I didn't fall in love with it. Nothing seemed shocking. It just seemed like something the character would do. I think the problem with this novel is I became too acquainted with the characters, so their actions just seemed so expected. After the first part, I lost interest and read quickly just to finish it. I feel awful because this is my sister's favorite book, but for me, <laughs> eh. <laughs> so maybe I read it after you. I don't know how I, I had a copy. Well, but because for- we read it on a family vacation, and you like you usually take like four or five books, and it's like we're not that gone that long. So mm. probably you had were reading another book or had a book. Yeah, that you and you read it. Had yeah, and I was like, oh, I'll read one of yours because I finished what I brought. And so I wonder if that's kind of how it how it happened, or you wrote the review after I had. It read could it. be that could be it too. It says, "No, can ready for the last couple sentences." It was a good story, well thought out, but the execution didn't reel me in. If the information was displayed and announced differently, perhaps my rating and review would be different. So for me, it's a solid eh. Oh my gosh, that's so ridiculous. <laughs> oh, it was so silly. See, another, again, I agree with you. Like, that is such a book that catapulted everything. Like, mm-hmm. that really did. Like, that opened up our minds to the world of thrillers and, like, just just things that can be, um, like, our normal stuff now. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't think we would have stayed in YA for forever. No. Um, but I think we maybe would have just stuck with some historical fiction stuff. Maybe would have stuck with more like fantasy things. Maybe would have just stuck with specific authors and not really like, you know, but, but that same year or maybe the, what was it the next year, 2017, we got into um, book of the month because that really yes, also book helped of the month was broaden some of our genres. So I'm sure at some point sooner or later, we would have stumbled across a book that, took us out of it but that really did just kickstart everything oh for sure and when I, the something i think is just hilarious i will say this when it comes to books in 2017 and book of the month stuff i'm just going to touch on this really fast so i have been making a lot of like uh like book reels and book tiktoks and stuff like that because there's a big like group of people on tiktok that like make book related videos and stuff like that and like recommendations and everyone is like obsessed with like Evelyn Hugo and it's just hilarious to me because we read that book um, I did at least almost five years ago for the first yeah. time <laughs> and yeah. so I'm seeing all these people be like oh my gosh Evelyn Hugo and it would be like well, if it's they- because they probably read Taylor Jenkins read like Daisy Jones and then they probably read Malibu Rising and then mm-hmm. they're like, ooh, let's dive into some of her other stuff. And then they're like, oh, yeah. Evelyn. Yeah, but it'd be, she has a new book coming out this year. She does. But seen, it would be but... like if but it would be like if they were like, Oh my gosh, the selection series. Like I'd be oh like, my gosh, guys, yeah. come on. This is old news. Selection is still very good. I didn't put them on my list, but excellent yeah. series. Selection is really good. Um, is there any other book in 2016 you want to highlight? Because there is another one that I want to highlight as another like jump starter in the thriller genre for myself oh okay well I just want to say I have one book offhandedly that I have another like photo shop memory for me that like kind of 
was it it wasn't like this book was awesome this was a book that I borrowed from you but it wasn't Mm -hmm. like I was like I'm in love with this book but it was like a really big feat for me at the time um especially being a senior in college like you don't have time to do anything Mm -hmm. um but I read just one day by Gail Foreman Mm. in one day did you really that yes I did I did not know it was in one day that's a good book and I one day like I I had no idea did you ever read the second book just one year yes I did okay I think I read that like the next day I don't know but the reason I mentioned it was because it was in the same dorm room oh my god semester um and I just like had nothing else to do that day like I had a lot of my stuff done I broke up doing some of my like practicing and stuff and just had a lot of like downtime and I didn't do a lot of socializing I think people that I usually would hang out with were gone or something I can't remember and I just remember sitting in my room in this really big comfy chair and pumped it out in a day and I was like that, I just felt so proud of myself I was like I have not ever done that with like an actual like decently sized book before like you know you can do that one like you're like a kid or whatever mm-hmm. but this is like a between two to three hundred page book and that was like one of the first times that I was like hey I can do this so that mm-hmm. made me feel really special but honestly that was just one of the other ones during that semester that stood out to me. Um, I have two other things that I can mention, but they're like later in the year. So what's what's another thriller that you were saying that kickstarted stuff? So this is kind of like a sad situation. Um, oh no. So I read this thriller. It was recommended to me from my English teacher when I was in high school. Um, and I had kind of forgotten about it. She recommended it to me when I was a junior, I think. Um, and it was a thriller and I had not really read any thrillers, but she said it was really good. And so I think I just like remembered the name. Um, and then when I was in college, uh, that year, 2016, she, uh, actually passed away in an accident. Um, and so I just, I think just hearing that and remembering like that she told me to read this book and that it was really good. I think I just really wanted to honor her memory. And so, so you read the book. So right after she died, um, I started the book. And I read it, Aww. and it was The Girl on the Train by Paula Hawkins. Oh, my goodness. And that, for, for me, was, like, the book that really just catapulted me into the thriller world. And I honestly didn't know if it was actually – I couldn't remember how close it was to her death, but it I did literally read it, like, about a week after her accident. Wow. So. Wow, that's mm-hmm. crazy. It is really crazy. So, yeah, that – these other books I was going to mention have no merit to that (laughs) no you can mention them still I know I was like here's a very sentimental reason that I read this book and now I read thrillers all the time (laughs) yeah I just feel like that could be like the end right there I know I love Paula Hawkins and I love that book and I remember you read it and then you let me read it and I was in love with it so Ah, uh, that is that hurts my heart a little bit. <laughs> I know she's she's a great lady. She's a great teacher. She's very yeah. eccentric. It was funny though. Yes, <laughs> she had a little southern accent. Which she funny. did. It was so funny. Yeah, she'd always it was, say, it was sweet. she's like circling everybody because we'd all have our little rolly chairs at our like group desks and we all like circle yes. up and chat together. Fun. Good times. Yes. Good times. Yeah, I I love that class. Yeah, it was a good one. I got good grades in it. <laughs> okay, so I guess. 
I could lighten it a little bit more. I don't know. <laughs> you can I do it. I two things specifically that I just remember reading. Um, one I read on my honeymoon because I got married in 2016. Oh, that is um, true. Was a series that I'm pretty sure you had started, but I don't think you had finished it yet. So I took your first copy or second copy with me or both. I can't remember. Um, and then the third one, I think we both were waiting to come out, but I'm, I'm not on Goodreads right now to like actually give you dates, which I could totally mm-hmm, look it up mm-hmm. really quick. But um, I read the Snow Like Ashes series by Sarah Rosh. Oh, yes. Um, I feel like we haven't really talked about this series that much. I, don't, I honestly don't think we have. I still think about this series sometimes. Like, yeah. I, and that. Yeah. The third book came out that fall. So I think I was trying to read the first two and then we were going to read the third one together Mm -hmm. um when it came out what about the series do you keep thinking about like what's the thing that like comes in your mind because well why don't we like give a little really brief synopsis for people to know because again it's ya fantasy trilogy yeah um, with magic a few things that you would say are like pretty standard in some of the other books we've already mentioned Mm -hmm. um, or in like a YA series in general. But what about this one like stands out to you? Because I feel like it's kind of like the Firebird series where it's a little underrated or not really talked about that much. So with the Snowy Ashes series, what I really liked was, so I still remember a lot of the plot to this day. So um, so there are like these four different kingdoms all based on the different seasons. There's like autumn and summer and spring and winter. And like our main character is in winter and their like kingdom had been decimated by spring um, years ago to try and gain some of their power because they like the winter people have magic. Um, and uh, so like spring is like evil, which I thought was really interesting to use like kind of like a nice looking season as evil. You'd probably think like winter would be evil or something like that. I just thought that was kind of different. Um, and our main character, she's best friends with like the prince who um, is like the last living descendant of like the royalty because his parents were killed during like the siege and they like live in poverty now. And so like the the goal is to try and like they're inspired right now to try and build winter back up to the, like the kingdom it used to be. And that includes trying to create allies with some surrounding other nations, including like there's some other kingdoms that are like, like named after like, uh, like music related terms. So like trying to go to these other kingdoms to create relations, to build themselves back up because spring is trying to attack again. So I just thought that it was very interesting. They ha- they play into some of like the unrequited love. They play into some like the mm-hmm. um, I don't know like like I don't know uh, what was the other thing. Like they tried to do like a uh, like marriage stuff to create like uh, allies. There's um, there's a lot of twists and turns and uh, I don't know just like uh, what's the word uh, no cliffhangers and things like that. Um, that really intrigued me. And again, like, I think the first book still sticks out to me the most. And then, like, everything else after that's kind of, like, not as specific in my brain. But I think just, like, the concept uh, really interested me a lot. A part of me kind of feels like there are parts of this series that give me Hunger Games vibes, especially, like, Mockingjay a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. Where it's, like, you know, we're, like, lining up for the battle and things like that so like some of those scenes are pretty memorable for me um but yeah that that series was like stuff that 
like again the, the whole point of the episode today is just kind of talk about stuff that we were really into at the time or mm-hmm. things that we were like captivated by or or like genres that we could not get away from so obviously like almost everything I've mentioned are like YA fantasy or you know series of some sorts um and yeah I just remember like thinking this this concept was really interesting and what else are you going to read while you're like laying by the pool for hours on end and yeah exactly you know what I mean something fun uh (laughs) and this was definitely fun and the magic was really unique and interesting of how they like um, incorporated that. And like, there was like a reservoir of where the magic came mm-hmm. from. I'm pretty sure like that, like little things like that was just super interesting to me. So um, that I do have one more book, but I don't have to really, I don't have to mention it, but I would say like, for the most part, for me, those series were like standard. Like every time the new one came mm-hmm. out, I was picking up a new one. So I was constantly reading like book two, book three, book four of a series, um, but just like not in a row. Like I'd be like, oh yeah, the third book of this one's coming out. Oh, the second one. So I was kind of like jumping around, but these are like mm-hmm. the books at that time that I was consuming the most until, mm-hmm. like you said, we started getting into those thriller genres in the summer of that year too. Yeah, I I, I definitely agree with that. And um, it's, it's, I think it's just part of our nature to um to evolve in the types of books that we like to read um and so part of me is like a little bit sad that like there are some series that I started back then that I never ended up finishing because my I just was never interested in reading those things again which is sad and it makes me sad too to think about all the books that I you know found on Goodreads or found on these lists and said oh I want to read that book that I will eventually just decide never to read um Mm -hmm. just because I forget about them or it's just not a genre that I'm interested in anymore but I think there's also beauty in that. That means that there's so many other books that we never would have considered if we would have stayed where we were. And we can look back at genres like this with nostalgia and maybe even read them every once in a while. But I think for the most part, it's helped us to broaden the way that we approach books and the books that we'd want to read. And I like that. Yeah. And especially just even thinking right now, like I said earlier, there's a new, new Marissa Meyer book that came out. Like I've still read quite a few like YA trilogy. Like we just said, we read that Renegades one. I know I read the Three Dark Crowns by Ken Kendari Blake, mm-hmm. um, the Ember in the Ashes series. Like YA trilogies or series are not like gone from our lives like at no. all. Um, but definitely just don't necessarily take as much precedence, or we're not as knowledgeable about that genre like we used to be. But I will say, like when we see one of those authors and that recognizable name that we loved and had that nostalgia for in the past, I think we're more so inclined to pick up this new book because we have Mm -hmm. that connection to what we've read previously. Yes, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. All right. So fun little nostalgia throwback, but what are you doing right now, Haley? What are you currently reading? I know I'm actually reading a YA fantasy series. What in the heck? Yes, I'm reading These Violent Delights by Chloe Gong. Um, and I've had this book sitting on my shelf, no joke. Um, I got this as book of the month from November, 2020. Yeah, it's been so, a little bit. I've gotten Goodreads updates of like emails from them like, hey, did you like this book or not? Because I just never have like rated it for them. Oh my. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm really liking it. It's just finding the time to read it right now has been quite a challenge. Because yes, sounds as I'm like sure you it. guys know and hear, 
having a two and a half year old who is fighting naps and doesn't say please who is fighting naps and is not wanting to let his mom have any downtime and then um just doing your normal like day-to-day things that you have to do um can be hard to find yeah. the time and and, you know, it, it, I, I can pump out a book if I really need to, and I can make the time to do that. Um, but sometimes you just have to go with the flow. And I'm really liking this book. I just need to give it the time of day that it deserves. Yep. But it needs to be washed. <laughs> I will clean it with some water. Okay. Yeah, it definitely sounds like you have some trouble fitting in time, but you know there's you know there's always perfect time after he goes to sleep. Yes. But when unfortunately I tend to work in the evenings. Yes, that is. So like tonight I'm going to go be going to teach some dance while he's gonna be going to bed. And by the time I get home, it'd be like, Hi husband, nice to see you. Haven't mm-hmm. seen you all day. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's hang out together and then we'll go to let's sleep and hang out together. Reading, then, what is that? Well, I I try to read. Like that's the time of the night that I read is like probably between like ten thirty and midnight. And my <laughs> husband is like, um, you probably should sleep. And I'm like, um, but books. Yeah, yeah. and I do most of my reading from like one AM to seven AM. So living the dream here. Yes. But anyway, that's what I'm reading. It's really interesting. It's a retelling of Romeo and Juliet um, based in the early 1920s. And um, well, it's like mid 1920s, I think. But um, about um, these two gangs that are in Shanghai. And one is the Kai side, um, like the Kai family. And one is the Montagov family. Ah, And the Kai family are called the Scarlets. And they are more like native from... um, um, Shanghai area and then the Montagoves are actually Russian and they're oh. called the white flowers and quite a few years before this the the heirs of both of the mobs or the gangs um Roma and Juliet I'm not making that up uh-huh. the name um they um have a relationship and they thought they were in love but something happened and so we don't know yet for sure because right now we're in the future and um, there's this like mysterious madness that's starting to happen amongst their people. Like these people are going crazy and it's a little bit creepy. Like they like are tearing out their own throats and they have like, like no one knows what's happening and they think there's like a monster or there's something mystical happening. And then they're trying to figure out is there something scientific behind it? And it kind of gets a little gory, like a little creepy. Um, but yeah, like I'm still fairly early on in the book. It's like a over 400 page book and I'm in the one to 200. So there's still a lot to divulge, but also there's a second book of these. So this oh is, my. they still, there's still more to, still more to come. So, yeah. So that sounds what, exciting. Yeah. I really like it. Just again, finding the time. So what are you reading, Mad? Harry Potter and Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> of course the same yeah haven't really read anything recently so that's I've been, okay been focused on sleeping so that's, that's my good goal. sleep is good for you mm-hmm. sleep is good yes well i hope that you listeners enjoyed this throwback um episode of figuring out what Haley and i used to read back in the day as you can see it was a lot of series a lot of ya a lot of fantasy um maybe that'll make its way around again you know trends tend to come back um well it definitely is 
because yeah. that's what I'm currently reading. And Ex- I'm I mean, exactly. reading the James Potter series this yeah. year. Well, I'm also reading so. YA right now as well, but it's just Harry yeah, Potter. Well, I read it every year. So I mean, look at us. We actually YA. are going full circle. Full circle. Woo. All right. Well, hope you guys have a wonderful weekend full of reading. We'll talk at you next Friday. Thanks for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. Happy birthday, Matt. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you.